Hey, what person you know couldn't use a little bit more encouragement? Yep, almost no one. You got that right. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Naomi Vilneg. Here you'll be hearing a word of encouragement every Wednesday. Please tune in. I believe God calls me to teach and encourage others with his gospel. And I'm leveraging the social media landscape. I hope to teach and disciple a whole generation of people in the place we're spending a lot of our time online. Be blessed and stay encouraged now. Praise the Lord. God is good all the time. God is good. Yes, he is. You know what? I have confidence. I have firm trust, deep trust that God is good. You know, he is. I have had been blessed by God, by the goodness of God. So I do. I have firm trust, confidence. Complete confident that when I say God is good all the time and all the time, God is good. I know what I'm talking about. God is good. Um, thank you and welcome. Thank you for listening in and welcome to my podcast. Today, words of encouragement is actually um, God confidence. I'm going to call it that. It's a faith based on who God is. God confident. All right. Um, I'm going to start with this. This is from a line that I read from a devotion that I um, had uh, opportunity to actually read and be blessed by. Our self-confidence has a direct impact on whether or not we reach our God-giving potential. So very true. You know, depending on that confidence, you know, it's going to impact our God-given potential. Confidence, lack of confidence, wrong confidence, all of that is going to impact our God-given potential. Self-confidence is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. That's the definition found in the um, dictionary. It is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. It is a feeling of trust in one's talents, skills, our superpower. You know, that thing that we do and we do it very well, that thing. It is a feeling of trust in that very thing. It's that what we can do. You can sing, maybe your um, feeling of trust is in that, in your singing power in your writing power if you're an author, a cook, if you can cook real good, a painter, if you're a painter and your painting power, it's, it's that. Um, self-confidence is a feeling of trust and that abilities, all the abilities that you and I have, that is a definition of self-confidence. It is um, a feeling of trust in our qualities, um, which is our, our characteristic, the what and who we are. Um, you know, if, if you can think, um, you know, just to be a little different here, um, imagine the voice of Viola Davis as, um, Abilene, um, in the help movie, you is kind, you is smart. I'm going to add you is beautiful. 
these are the thing qualities your qualities which can be both physical and non-physical the what and who you are and you know you might be your self-confidence com um, might lean more trust more in your being a kind person being a smart intelligent person being beautiful you know on the outside a very beautiful person and also self-confidence happen to be a feeling of trust in our judgment common sense our common sense our ability to make considered decisions to come to a conclusion so these if this this is where self-confidence lie and what i want to you know have you think about today is that that self-confidence based on this definition depends on self it's depend on you know ourselves on things about us and unfortunately the things about us they are subject to change they are not permanent they can be temporary because they are subject to changes for example if i said my confidence is on my look or anybody who says if their confidence are on looks you know imagine a child who was very pretty cute everybody said you know you so you so cute you are adorable and then yet that same pretty cute little girl i imagine grew up to be a very awkward teenager change we our looks can change our physical look can change maybe you may have been someone who was very slim you know your look could change from a slim body to a very mature body you may have started you know in your um, singlehood as a young slim person like me and then after you know full pregnancy later full babies later you find yourself a different shape your body has mature to another shape and form change so if my self-confidence lean only on that look you know what would happen because change happen change can happen because of your health change can happen because of a tragedy you know what i mean it can change your physical how you look maybe through some kind of um, tragic accident i don't know age obviously has our um, physical looks change because of age we go older as we grow older we bend a little bit more therefore a little bit shorter our hair become gray our skin become wrinkled so self-confidence for anybody based on their looks won't last very long it is subject to change and that will change what happens when you don't have it anymore because it has changed it's temporary you know there are people who um who um, they put their self-confidence on wealth, fi their finances, their possessions, you know. Yet, wealth is something that people lose each and every day. As much as they gain it each and every day, we build wealth on a daily. We also can lose wealth on a daily as well. Um, there's been some talks and some articles that I've read that talks about perhaps we may be facing a stock market um, crash that may be very similar to what happened in 1929, the Great Depression, 
So I imagine if something like that happened, it will change a lot of people's wealth situation, finances. It will change, you know, what they possess. A lot of things will change as it did in 1929, the Great Depression. A lot of people who actually placed their confidence in their money in the wealth that they have acquired, some of them commit suicide. When the, you know, the market crashed, when there was nothing available to them, they couldn't face life. They couldn't face it. They lean on, they trust, they have that feeling of trust, a heavy, firm, deep trust in their wealth, in their finances, in their possessions. People lose possessions as well on a daily it happens all over the world um in 2007 2008 so many people lost their homes so many people lost their homes in that house crash you know i also lost my house the first house that we own my husband and i we own we lost it we were proud owner of our first property we worked so hard to get it a month or two before our graduation before our um, wedding we actually closed on that little house that little colonial new england colonial house so proud of it but we lost it during the season based on decision we made we find ourselves in a situation you know like everybody else the mortgage was not working out we had refinanced our house the loan that we had um, attained was not a good one. It was not a good one. And as a result, there was a lot of change in our lives. We had just give birth to our twins, you know, just give birth to them. I wasn't working. There was a lot going on. Mortgage had shift on us. So we also become casualty in that situation. Can you imagine if my confidence my confidence was on the thing that I possess instead. Where would that leave me today? Because in the situation that I have is, if it was on possession, where would that leave me and my family today? Because that changed. My situation, I changed. My lovely home went away. I lost it. You know, we find ourselves living in an apartment <laughs> at that time. Our very first and let me tell you, it was not something to brag about. It was not so much so that we were quick to get ourselves out of that situation. And then even as we move on to the second place where we move on, it was still not something to brag about. I can still remember the horror of being in that place and stuff like that. And then had to quickly work hard on moving out of that situation as well because... It just did not, you know, meet the standard of my life. Imagine if my confidence was on the thing that I possess based on these few years of my life for myself and my family, we would be in serious problem because life was not great. The possession was, you know, was small compared to before we've, we've experienced loss. And then where we were was not something to be proud of. You know, what we possessed at that time were not things to be proud of. You know, not really. Just to survive, but not really something to cherish and be proud of us. And, uh, you know, some of us, you know, we put our um, confidence in our intelligence and status or our abilities of the thing that we can do. And what, uh, what, what happened when you cannot do them anymore? 
what happened, you know, when you can't remember or you cannot attain information or knowledge anymore? What happened when your mind, you know, give up on you? And so the intelligence become questionable. What happened when the status change? You are no longer a head of a department. You're no longer part of this job. You're no longer a owner of business. What happened when status change? If your confidence is based on these things that are attached to us, that are subject subject to change and that are temporary, then your confidence go up and down. It leaves you in a state of always being anxious, you know, never being sure because your confidence is based on things that can also change. Oftentimes, um, we find ourselves battling with our own fears doubts and insecurities, you know, the feeling of not good enough, not being adequate. We question if we have what it takes. The reason we go through this is because our confidence is on things that are subject to change. You know, we mostly put our confidence, trust, our faith in things that are temporary. When they are not available, then we find ourselves doubting. We doubt our worth because, you know, we wonder, do we still matter if I no longer have what I used to have? Do I matter if I no longer can do what I used to do? You know, do, do, do I matter? So we begin to doubt our worth. We fear the unexpected. We fear the things that comes in, the unexpected, the interruption, the things, you know, the agent of change. We fear it. And sometimes the agent of change, the unexpected, the interruptions, events that comes in our lives, they might even be divine. They might be of heavenly, you know, origins, but we fear them. We fear facing them because they knew they unexpected. They have interrupted the routine, the status quo and stuff. We also find that we become insecure about, you know, what it will take to do new, what it will take to move on, what it will take to move on to the, a new journey, what it will take if you lost a job to step into a new job, what it will take if you were in a relationship and it didn't work out and now you have to walk alone, what it will take when you know, you're not a new mom or a new parents and you have to raise children and sometimes the children may come with complication, what it will take. Our confidence is based on what we can do is based on our abilities, our talent, our skill. If it's, if it's only based on our qualities, you know, what and who we are. If it's only based on our judgment, our ability to make considered decision or even come up with a, come to a conclusion, then yes, we find ourselves in conflicts at times. We find ourselves, you know, wondering, doubtings, feeling insecure, feeling not sure because things had shifted. These very things in our lives also can change and shift and things shift, they change. Okay. And that has happened to me. I've experienced that. And I know you may be experiencing that right now. And you understand what I'm saying. You may understand the struggle, you know, because of a status change. You may understand the struggle because of, um, work change, you may understand the struggle because of relationship change. You know, you may understand what I'm saying and what I'm trying to encourage you then 
we need to make sure that our confidence is not really just based it's not self-confidence only it's not just based on our abilities our qualities and our judgments um you know we need to come to a place where we can embrace true confidence true confidence it's not a common question okay for us to ask what is you know real com what is confidence what is self-confidence what is true confidence it's not an uncommon question i read somewhere that a quick google search on being confident will bring up over 225 million results filled with tips tricks and how to's no matter how good it is to do some research on google and how great sometimes the information are for me i like looking at what the bible has to say the bible the you know the acronym i read i heard once the bible if you if you spell out the words bible b-i-b-l-e as an acronym stand for basic instructions before leaving earth i the word of god i like to look instead to see what the word of god have to say and then it reminds me of a story in second chronicle 32 there's a story there of the people of judah who face opposition, who face an attack from the Assyrians, okay? The Assyrian um, Assyrian king sent his army, his com um, commanders to attack the people of Judah. And their king at that time, Hezekiah, made provision, encouraged the people and let them know that they needed to trust in, the, in, in, in God who will fight help them fight the battle who barricade themselves ends who cut off the waters um from the enemy and then just you know put themselves under in a place where they were able they were under siege that's what he did and he told them that you know what though the enemy had chariots and they have soldiers we have more we have more we have more. That is what he told the people. But let me tell you, even though he told the people that the enemy still came in because the king of Assyria, full of pride because of all the conquer that he has done in the surrounding country and area, sent words, sent word through the field commander to tell to tell the people that hey listen i've conquered other nations i've conquered other people and i've conquered them with their god they have put their gods out there and i've conquered them in their god and i can do the same thing to you your king your king is hezekiah is lying to you i will conquer you and then he asks a question what are you basing your confidence on that you stay under siege I want to know what are you basing your confidence in on that you stay under siege? What are you basing in? The people, the people of Judah, they base their confidence. Their king base his confidence in God. When they say they had more, they have God who will help them fight their, their battle. That's where their confidence came from. They had more. They had God and so do we. 
They had God, and so do we. We who believe in Christ Jesus, we who accept Jesus having died on the cross for us, we who choose to follow Jesus Christ, we have God. And, you know, just as they had, we too have God. And then so, in order to answer the question then, how do we embrace true confidence, you know, and what is true confidence? How do we embrace true confidence? Then I will answer this for you. We exchange our self-confidence for God-confidence. That's right. We are going to exchange our self-confidence, the confidence in our abilities, qualities, and judgment, and we're going to put confidence, our firm trust, our faith in God. So we exchange self-confidence for God-confidence. The Bible tells us in Psalm 71, verse 5, For you have been my hope, sovereign Lord, my confidence since my youth, since my youth, you have been my confidence. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Jeremiah 17, verse 7. Then the word of God says, so we, with confidence, we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Hebrew 13, verse 6. That's the confidence that the people of Judah had at that time. And that's the confidence that we too, we too need to have. Not self-confidence, not just self-confidence, but confidence, God-confidence. God-confidence is our complete trust in God. Our complete trust in God. Our complete faith in God. And therefore, complete trust and faith in what he says. We will act and behave as if God is telling the truth. So whatever he say about himself, whatever he say about us, that is true. And that's our God confidence. It's not that we won't face a situation. It's not that we won't know what they are. It's not what we, 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 we're not going to hit them. We will. But when we hit them, we will face them with God confidence and not just self-confidence. Okay. But as you know, it's God confidence depends on God characteristics. We need to know. If it depends on God characteristics, who God is and what he can do, we need to know. We need to know what they are. A few examples, for example, is, you know, the name of God, which tell us of who God, those are characteristic of who God is. His name proclaim who he is. God is Jehovah Shammah. He is the God who is in our midst. He is present. It means we are never alone. Truly, there is always someone here. When he said, will not leave us, will not forsake us, that is true. God's name is Jehovah Jireh. He is a provider. That's mean when God will provide in our seasons of lacks, in our moments of lacks when we don't have, when we need him to provide, he will make provision. Not only he will provide, he will use us as a provision for others as well because he is Jehovah Jireh. God is Jehovah Shalom, God of peace. He is the Lord of peace. 
He bring us peace even in season where we don't know what's going on in the world. The world's upside down. We have peace. The world is bombarded by a pandemic. We have peace. It's not that we don't see. We don't see the damage. We don't see the casualty. We know of all these things, but we trust in the Lord. And because of our trust in him, because of our confidence in it, our God confidence, peace reign in our heart, peace reign in our home. The Lord name is Jehovah Rapha. He is healer. Our Lord healer. He does not only heal us in our, with our physical illness, but he healed us in our mindsets as well. Change our thinkings, our mind. Change our hearts as well. He healed those areas as well. The healer heals. And so when we've been through situation that brings trauma to us, we know healing can be ours that's the confidence that we can move forward we can live again we can do again we can make again because the healer will have touch us god name is jehovah rohi he is shepherd he's the shepherd the good shepherd the good shepherd who goes before the sheeps who not only leads, you know, because he not, he not only leads, but he goes ahead. As one who leads us as a good shepherd, he is ahead of the situation. There is not a place we're about to step in the good shepherd having stepped in first. There's not a situation we're about to face that God having seen it first. He knows the way. The good shepherd knows the way. The good shepherd leads the way. And God is, so we can have God confidence confident that God knows the way and God will lead us through. We're not alone and he will lead us through as the good shepherd. Jehovah Elroy, God who sees me. He is the God, the Lord who sees me. Hallelujah. You know how a lot of time we are invisible before men. They really truly do not understand or see our situations. Even sometimes the people who are close to you, they may not know the pain, the anguish you may be going through in your mind, in your hearts, but God sees. And because he sees, then he will bring comfort. He will not see you and left you because it is. He, he, will, he will help us. He will help us when he see us in our pain. He will help us. Jehovah Elroy, see you, see me. And that's why I have my confidence to know that I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Even though there are millions of people on this planet, but God does see me in the midst of them all. In the midst of the crowd, in the midst of the multitude, I am seen by God. And he will come to me in times of need. And that's why I know I am not alone. Because he's also Jehovah Shammah who is present in our midst. He shows up. He shows up because he sees me. He shows up because he sees you. God name means Jehovah Nisi. Lord Banner. Banner of victory. Represent our victory. We will face battles and situation. And God is the one who's going to bring victory. I'm not worried when the problem comes. I will not be worried. 
That's where my God comes. How is it you know if you're facing that danger, that situation, and you seem so calm? I'm calm. You too can be calm because our confidence is not on our our abilities. It's not in our qualities, uh, the uh, our characteristic, what we can do, who we are. It's not in our judgment. It's not not just those things. Although we will exercise them. Don't get me wrong. We will exercise them. No. Our confidence is God confidence. It's based on God himself. It's based on who God is and what he can do. He brings victory. And so, yes, if I'm facing a situation and I need a victory, if you are facing a situation where I need a victory, then Jehovah Nisi will bring you victory. And that's where your God confidence is. We have to make sure that our source, our primary source, you know, of our um, confidence is God and God alone. Otherwise, we'll find ourselves on a hamster wheel, as the devotion has said, exhausted. Imagine a hamster on a wheel going at it over and over and over. We'll find ourselves exhausted without getting anywhere. Exhausted, running in circle without getting anywhere. Busy very busy, truly busy, but doing nothing, busy about nothing, busy doing nothing. You are exhausted. You are tired. You are making movements, but you are not getting nowhere. If confidence is only based on abilities, qualities, and judgment and not God, yes, that's where we'll find ourselves end up. God is the source. God is the source of true confidence, true confidence. And if we need to find true confidence we have to go to god and his ability and who he is and his um qualities his characteristic our confidence has to come from that okay acknowledging that simple truth will change the way we look at confidence from now on we will realize that god is in control he is the man 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 on that one God is in control. And because he's in control, we need to trust him. God is in control. Whatever the situation, whatever the hour, whatever the moment, God is in control and I trust you, Lord. God, you are in control and I trust you, Lord. I think about, you know, Jesus, you know, in the, um, in the garden of Gethsemane, battling confidence in that moment. He prayed. He paced back and forth between, you know, the garden and going back to the um, disciple. He seek the um, uh, the um the disciple and find that they were not even available because they were asleep. When he needed them, you know, he asked them to wait. They were not. They were not available to him. Asleep, which can be the same situation we find ourselves in sometimes. We pray. We make movements. We even seek others. And sometimes we find that they're not even available to us. Jesus was in a situation that was so intense, he sweated blood. But I believe in the end, he too come to the conclusion God was the source, the one and only source for his confidence. God was the source. He said, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Understand? He says, basically, I don't know how to do this. And that's why I'm all over this place. I'm sweating blood. I don't know how to do this, but I trust you, Lord. 
Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. I don't know how, but I trust you. I don't know how to open this business, but I trust you. I don't know how to run this ministry, but I trust you. I don't know how to, you know, be in that relationship, but I trust you. I don't know how to be a new parent, but I trust you. That's God confidence. I don't know. My abilities may be short. My qualities, you know, what I can do, who I am, it, it, may, it may not actually be a great match. And my, my judgment may not be the best judgment that we have on record. But you know what? Even though I don't know, I don't have the ability. I cannot. But I trust God. I trust God. My confidence is in God that he has a plan. He knows how everything's going to turn out. He's going to make it. He will make it work. For me, he will make it work for you. And so... I encourage you to just lean on that. Lean on God. Lean on him for your confidence. Not on self. Because self-confidence is subject to change. It fits because it's based on yourself, on your abilities, on your qualities, on your judgments. All things that can change in a minute. We do not want to find ourselves running hard in an anxiety. Actually, God called us to be away from anxiety. Do not be anxious about anything. But by prayer, by petitions, with encouragement, with grateful heart, present your request to God, right? My confidence is in God. Not on my thing that I can do what I'm able to do. And I'm encouraging you to place your confidence in God. As a matter of fact, exchange your self-confidence for God-confidence. That's what I'm trying to do each and every day. I'm exchanging my self-confidence for God-confidence. I'm replacing self with God on this one. Removing myself and placing God as the head. I'm saying I decrease, let God increase, let him increase. You understand? This is where we need to be. This is where we need to be. And that is how we can move forward to our God-given potential. Some of us don't reach our God-given potential because we're leaning more, relying more on our self-confidence. And when the thing that we put our confidence on are no longer available, everything is gone, then that's it. The journey is over and you do not reach your God-given potential. But when we put our confidence in God, hallelujah, glory to God, him who is the Alpha, the Omega, who will never change, the everlasting one, the solid rock, Oh, yes, we can, I can guarantee you, you will reach your God-given potential because your confidence is in him, the one who can get you from the beginning to the end, from the beginning to the finish line. If your confidence is in him, then you are golden. You and I are golden if our confidence is in God. 
if we exchange our self-confidence for God confidence. Be blessed and stay encouraged. Be blessed again and stay encouraged as you walk in your God confidence. Hello, family. It is my heartfelt prayer that today's word was an encouragement to you, that you received something from it, that it equipped you, it edified you, and just made your day a little better. Um, I want to go ahead and encourage you to subscribe to my podcast so that you can receive notification when new segments are added. I also want to encourage you to share the link that you are listening to with a friend, with a family member, so that they too can receive a word of encouragement. You never know. Someone in your circle just may need to hear the word that you just hear today. Go ahead, share the link with them. Be blessed and stay encouraged.